What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the ATP. We have finally started the season. I hope everyone had a happy new year and a Merry Christmas. And we are here at the first event, a new event. We've never had this event before. It's called the ATP Cup. It's a brand new event. And there are points up for grabs. It's a country sport, so everyone's playing for their country. But there are points on the line, so that is very important. Uh, there are some notable outs as well that we've just recently got. Uh, Andy Murray's actually pulled out of the Great Britain team, which is a shame. Really wanted to see him play and uh, really wanted to see him uh, in action against some of the best players in the world. Uh, had a really good season last season. Uh, came back, obviously, from injury. We don't get to see him. He's out with a pelvis injury. Uh, Nishikori, he is also out from the Jap uh, Japanese team with an elbow injury. So that's a bit of a shame. And also Berrettini, the world number eight, he's out with an abdominal strain. So Italy aren't as strong without their best player. They still have Fanini and a few other players, but Berrettini is a huge loss for Italy. Uh, also, we don't have Federer or Stan Wawrinka, the Swiss team. They're not playing. Uh, I think Stan had some obligations in another tournament. And Federer uh, just... Didn't play. I'm not sure if there was a reason behind that. Uh, he did say family, I think family issues or something like that. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, don't get to see Federer in action. But we have a lot of good players playing. I'm excited for this event. It's a multi-city event. You can see here it says Brisbane, Perth, Sydney. Now, the final is played in Sydney. And uh, the other tournaments, or sorry, the other matches are played within the other tournaments. So, Perth, of course, used to host the Hopman Cup. Now it's hosting the ATP Cup. Brisbane, that also used to have its own event. It's now hosting the ATP Cup. And Sydney as well, used to be its own tournament, but now it's a part of this ATP Cup as well. So it's going to be exciting. There's a lot of good matches. We're going to watch a lot of them as well. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, before we do get into it, though, uh, this is how the structure works. So uh, the way the draws or the little round-robin stage works, four teams in a round-robin, uh, there's six groups uh, in total. And what happens is everyone will play each other one time. It's two singles and a doubles. It's a best of three sets match in the singles. And then a tiebreaker in the third set of the doubles. Sort of like they do on the ATP throughout the year. That's kind of normal uh, standard ATP uh, format for matches. So that's how it works. I'm pretty sure, maybe someone can correct me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure that it's one versus one, two versus two. So, for example, let's say uh, number one for Australia is Dimonor, number one for Germany is uh, Zverev. They will play, and then the number twos will play each other in the singles. I'm not sure if they can cross over, so that means Kyrgios is the number two for Australia. He won't be playing against the number one from other countries. But let me know in the comments. Maybe that's not, uh, maybe I read that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to work out. Similar to the Davis Cup uh, when they play one versus one. Let's go into the first part of the draw, first round robin group, which is group A. All right, so as you can see, Group A is in Brisbane. These guys are going to be playing in Brisbane throughout the first part of the tournament. And you've got Serbia, France, South Africa, and Chile. So Serbia, of course, we know who's going to be playing in that one. Uh, the players for Serbia actually are, of course, Djokovic. He's the number one. Uh, Serbia are actually top seed in this event as well because when the draw came out, uh, Nole was number one. Uh, Lajevic is number two. Uh, Milovjevic is number three. Uh, and then you've got Troiki down the bottom at number five. So they're the, they're the main players that you'll probably be seeing. Uh, like I said, they do play at doubles. But you'll be seeing Djokovic playing a lot of singles, I expect, throughout the round-robin stage. Also, Lajevic, he's a pretty solid uh, player as well as a backup to Djokovic. Now let's go to the second uh, team, which is Team France, in this part of the round-robin stage. They're very strong. 
France, we know they've got a huge history of tennis and they are very, very strong. Monfils, number one, he's the number 10 in the world at the moment. He is the number one in their team. Benoit Paire, what's he going to bring? He's the number two. We've got Jules Simon as well, who is also acting as the captain for the team. So he is very, uh, very solid as well. And then you've got some double specialists in Mahou and uh, Roger Vasselin as well. So it's going to be very, very hard to beat the French, especially in the doubles. I think that France will win all the doubles in their group because uh, they've got one of the best doubles teams uh, in the world right now. So uh, yeah, very solid team, but they've got a couple of streaky singles players. Monfils and Pair, they're a bit flashy. Doesn't mean they're going to be consistent, and especially when they play Serbia. I mean, Djokovic is going to probably beat them, unless Monfils comes out with some craziness. Let's go to the third team, which is South Africa. We've got Kevin Anderson. He is back. We haven't seen Kevin Anderson for ages. He's, he's dropped in ranking, which is kind of a shame, but uh, we all know that he's a solid player when he's at his best. Lloyd Harris, a young uh, South African player, uh, played Federer, I think got a set at Federer at Wimbledon, so uh, definitely watch out for him. Uh, and then a couple of other players that I haven't heard of before, and they're very hard to pronounce. But uh, South Africa, I mean... It's hard to say how they'll go. Anderson's obviously going to be carrying the team. Harris maybe can cause some upsets as the number two against some of the you know number twos from the other countries. But yeah, it's going to be hard. Uh, Anderson's going to have to do a lot of work and probably play the doubles if they're a chance of getting through. And then the last team in this group A is Chile. And they've got a pretty solid team. Garen and Jarry are the two players in uh, that are probably worth watching the most. Uh, Jarry's the number two, solid backup. He's caught some upsets in the 2019 season, uh, so we'll definitely keep an eye on them. They could be sneaky. They could cause some upsets. Maybe they beat, they might even beat South Africa and maybe France. I mean, it depends on obviously how Jarry and Garen go, uh, but they're pretty solid players, and yeah, it'd be very interesting. No other players note uh, really noted from that, so I'd expect that maybe Jarry and Garen might team up for the doubles as well. Uh, depending on and uh, they've got five people in the team so it depends on how it works out but very interesting i'm not sure who's going to get out of this group uh you would probably expect serbia remember the top team from each group actually uh gets through so whoever finishes top of the group gets through the quarterfinal stage and uh you know france are probably the most all-round team so probably france but you know obviously serbia with djokovic is always one to watch as well let's go to the second group now which is group b and that is going to be played in perth and we have spain japan georgia and uruguay so i mean even not even looking at the teams You'd say Spain probably wins this group, especially because, like I said, Nishikori is not playing for Japan, and Uruguay and Georgia are kind of a one-trick pony. They don't really have a deep enough team. We'll go through the teams anyway. Rafa is the number one for Spain, of course. Uh, Batista Agut's the number two, and he is the number nine in the world. Carino Buster is playing in that team. Ramos Vinoles is playing in that team, and also uh, Feliciano Lopez is playing in that team. That's a stacked team. I mean, is that... I mean, any of those guys... You could put... Booster and Ram and Vinoles in the singles, and they would still do pretty well. Obviously, Rafa will be playing a lot. RBA will be playing a lot. I think Lopez will be playing all the doubles, and I'm not sure who's going to team up with uh, Lopez. Maybe Rafa teams up. Maybe they alternate. Maybe Booster and Lopez are the doubles team, but what a team. I mean, that's a, that's a crazy team. That's going to be very hard to beat. Probably the strongest team, uh, all-round team, France are pretty strong, but I mean, I'd, I'd say Spain beat France if they ever play uh, in this tournament. Let's go to Japan now. So the Jap Japanese team, like I said, no Nishikori. The number one is Nishioka, who's a solid player. He's caused some upsets in his career, but 
Yeah, I, I can't see him uh, doing anything against Spain. And then uh, Soida as well, who's more of a challenger player. He's good. He's been okay on the ATP circuit, but he's more of a challenger player. And then the other two guys I've never heard of. So it's going to be tough for Jap uh, Japan to do anything in this tournament. Let's go to the Georgian team now. So Basilashvili, of course, is the number one. Uh, he's solid. Can he beat Rafa? Probably not. Um, besides that, I don't see any names in that in that that I actually know. Um, so Georgia is going to, it's going to be a bit tough for them as well. Uh, and then of course, Uruguay who have uh, Quavos as the number one player. He's very, very flashy, more of a clay court player. Again, you've got to stack him up against Rafa in Spain, even RBA. I mean, I don't think he can beat RBA. Uh, and then besides him, there's really nobody in uh, the Uruguay team that's worth mentioning um, that could really pose a threat. So it's going to be tough for everyone uh, outside of Spain. So uh, you would expect that Spain get through this group. Uh, I mean, maybe they lose a match uh, in the, maybe uh, there's an upset in the second singles or maybe there's an upset in the doubles. But yeah, I, I'd be shocked if Spain were, were to lose, uh, were to lose any matches uh, and, and maybe even every, any rubbers as well. Uh, let's go to the third group now, which is Group C, which is played in Sydney. And we have Belgium, Great Britain, Bulgaria, and Moldova. So a couple of strange, strange names. But when we talk about the players playing for those countries, you'll probably understand why they have been named. Also, Bulgaria have taken Switzerland's spot. So Switzerland was supposed to be in this part of the group. No Federer, no Vavrinka, no Switzerland. Bulgaria came in as a replacement for them. Let's go through the teams for those guys now. So, of course, you've got Goffin for Belgium. He's the number one player for them. Solid player. Obviously, Darcy's as well. He is a good player. And then a couple of other players that I haven't really heard of. Uh, so, Belgium have a strong singles team. The doubles is probably where they're going to struggle. Maybe Darcy's and Goffin team up. Maybe Darcy's, I think, might be okay in the doubles. So, maybe he can... I know Davis Cup-wise, they're very good... Uh, Belgium as a team so they could be a strong team uh, come the quarterfinals if they make it through because they have played a lot of Davis Cup together uh, some of these guys let's go to Great Britain now so now that Andy Murray's not playing Dan Evans he's the number one Cam Norrie's number two you've got James Ward who's come in for Andy Murray which would be very interesting to see how he does and then you've got double specialists in Salisbury and Jamie Murray so I mean Great Britain even though Andy Murray's not playing it's still a pretty good team. I mean, obviously Murray and Salisbury is a very uh, Salisbury, sorry, is very uh, very strong doubles team. So, you know, you'd expect them to probably win most of the doubles. Cam Norrie's got a good lefty uh, game, so that could put some troubles for some of the second ranked players. Dan Evans, I think he's going to be struggle a little bit, especially against the top guys from the other teams. Uh, like I said, Goffin, top top player for Belgium. Also, when we get to Bulgaria and Moldova, he's going to probably struggle. Uh, but Norrie's a good backup, and also the doubles. I would say Great Britain probably win all the doubles uh, at this stage. So, I mean, even though Great Britain are a man down, I, I still rate their chances of getting through. And also, uh, like I said, every uh, every team in this, these group stages that get uh, finished on top of their group, they get through the quarterfinals. But then there's two more spots up for grabs, and they go to the highest-ranked second team. Uh, the two highest ranked second teams. So uh, if Great Britain do finish second in their group, but have a couple of really good wins, uh, they could, you know, they could easily get through as that second runner-up uh, runner uh, team. So watch out for Great Britain. I expect them to probably get through. Uh, let's go to the Bulgaria now. So besides the obvious, uh, which is Grigor Dimitrov, who is playing as captain as well as number one player, uh, I don't really no uh, notice anyone else in that in that. Um, 
and that team. So uh, I, I expect Dimitrov's going to have to play against uh, in the doubles and also in the singles, and he's also going to have to win, which in 2019 was very hard for him. Obviously, the U.S. Open being the exception, but I mean, look at his look at his results over the last 12 months. He's had some really bad ones. So uh, Bulgaria. I think they're kind of just making up the numbers. Uh, and then obviously Moldova, which is a very strange team to have in a team sport like this because, I mean, we don't really know much about Moldova anyway. But Albert, of course, is uh, is the number one for them. And uh, besides that, I'm not sure who the other guys are. But uh, Albert is definitely a solid player. He's caught some upsets during the 2019 season. He won a title as well. So um, he's a solid player, but he's going to have to do a lot of work if there's any chance of getting out of this group. Uh, but like I said, Belgium, solid, and also Great Britain may be a sneaky chance as well. Uh, so we'll watch out for those guys. All right, let's go now to the Group D, which is back in Perth. So this, <laughs> this is where things get interesting. Very interesting. So you can see there, we have Russia, Italy, United States, and Norway. So uh, we'll go through those teams in a second, but uh, there are some great players. I'm getting excited for this group. Uh, of course, Team Russia. You got the man, Medvedev. You got Hashinov, who's a great backup. And they're actually a really good doubles team too. So watch out for them in the doubles. Uh, and then there's a few other players there that I haven't heard of. But I would expect that Medvedev and Hashinov are going to play uh, all the singles. And uh, Hashinov is a backup. is a great backup for Medvedev. And also, uh, I'd expect them to play a couple of the doubles too. I mean, you know, probably not in the group stage because I think that they'll probably win. Uh, maybe Hashinov might have a bit of a bit of a struggle in his uh, singles, but I expect Medvedev to win all his. Uh, and then maybe uh, play one or two doubles. But in the quarterfinal stage, expect these guys to play, if they get through, these guys to play doubles pretty much every match because they are a really good doubles team. Uh, and they've known each other for years, so uh, they're very friendly as well. Let's go to the Ital uh, Italian team now. So minus Berrettini, uh, which is a huge loss for Italy. You've got Fanini, you've got uh, Travaglia, you've got Bellelli, uh, Lorenzi, and uh, Giannessi, who comes in for Berrettini. So uh, besides Fanini, uh, the other guys are solid, but they're more of a challenger-type solid player. Uh, and also, I'm not sure if they're... I can't remember if any of them are real double specialists, uh, but Fanini, you'd expect that he's going to be the guy who's going to have to win all his singles. Uh, unfortunately for Fanini, he's going to have to play Medvedev or Hashinov if it somehow works out that way, but uh, I, I can't see him beating him. Unfortunately for Fanini, I can't see him beating Medvedev, um, and Fanini's going to have a lot of pressure. He's probably going to have to play some doubles as well if Italy are a chance, but uh, yeah, very tough for them um, without Berrettini. Berrettini's a huge loss for them. Let's go to the United States now. So the USA have a really solid team. I actually rate their team very highly. Uh, you've got John Isner, who is obviously the older player in the team. Uh, then you've got Fritz as a great backup. That is a really good backup. And then another young gun, Tommy Paul, who is a very interesting player. Very fun to watch. Uh, very exciting player as well so watch out for him he might if he does play some singles he might uh he might be able to cause some upsets because he brings an energy that is uh very very effective uh, very effective in some of his matches and then you've got uh ram who is a really solid doubles player so uh you know isner and ram as a doubles team is a very good combination you got fritz as well as a great number two uh, uh, backing up isner in the singles and then you've got tommy paul who can be a bit of an excitement machine and a bit of a wild card so it's USA have a pretty decent team. I mean, Russia, of course, are going to be the hard uh, hard team to beat. But, I mean, USA versus Russia, obviously there's a massive history in Olympics and all that kind of stuff with uh, with those two countries. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, 
Isner versus Medvedev is a very interesting matchup. And the doubles with Ram is a great, uh, he is a great doubles player. So uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see how USA do. They might actually get, if not win the group, which is going to be tough with Russia in the group, but they might actually finish second and enough points to get through the quarterfinals. So keep an eye on this uh, on this team. And then of course, Norway, who is um, headed by Kasper Rudd. So Kasper Rudd, we obviously know him on our channel. We're a big fan of him on this channel. Uh, unfortunately, he has no one around him to help him. So uh, it's going to be tough for Norway. I think they came in as a very last uh, last team to come into the draw. So uh, unfortunately, I think Norway just making up the numbers. But Rudd, he's a, he's a decent player. So watch out for him. Maybe he can cause an upset against someone like Fanini, who is prone to be upset over uh, you know against some players. So you know it'll be interesting to see how Rudd does not so much Norway, but how Rud plays. Uh, all right, let's go to the uh, fifth group now, which is back in Sydney. Group E, Austria, Croatia, Argentina, and Poland. So uh, another really strong uh, on paper. You can you can already tell who's going to probably play for these teams, but it's going to be another strong one. Uh, let's start with Austria now. So we've got Dominic Team, of course, is uh, the number one. Uh, Dennis Novak, who uh, is a decent backup. He's a decent backup, but it's mainly the doubles. So you've got uh, Marich and Meltzer, who are the doubles combination, will be the doubles combination, I expect. Uh, and they are a decent doubles team. So, I mean... Besides, they're probably lacking in, an, in a strong number two. But, I mean, Dominic Team, we all know he, what he's capable of. And he's really converted his game onto hardcore in the last 12 months. And the doubles, uh, they could wrap up the doubles as well. So if Dominic, if Team could do well uh, in his singles and win all his singles, and they win all the doubles, they probably get through this group. It's not an easy group, but, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure, obviously, on Dominic's team because if he loses, then things are going to get re really ugly. But um, Austria are a sneaky, uh, sneaky good team as well, so watch out for them. Croatia now, which is probably uh, another one of those all-round teams that could probably finish as a second runner-up, if not win this group. You've got Borna Cioric. He's the number one. He hasn't played for a while. He's been injured a lot lately. Uh, Marin Cilic, of course, is there as well as the backup. He's the number two player. I mean, when you've got Marin Cilic, Grand Slam champion, US Open champion, as your number two, you're going to be a strong team. And also, they've got a really good doubles team. Uh, Dod uh, Dodik is one of the doubles players there. So it's going to be very uh, strong. Also, they're very good at Davis Cup, Croatia, because they have that all-round team. Watch out for them. Watch out for them. Like I said, Austria are good, have a pretty good team with the doubles as well. But, I mean, Cilic is number two. He should beat pretty much everybody in the number two. He should win all the number two. Also, remember... He got to the Australian Open final a few years ago, so he loves playing in this country, and uh, and he doesn't mind the conditions. So watch out for that team. I think Croatia are probably going to get through this group uh, and finish on top because they just have such an all-round team, unless the, their two singles guys don't perform well. But other than that, I mean, they've probably got the doubles wrapped up, um, most of them anyway, because they have a really strong team. And uh, yeah, I mean, if even if Choric Chor loses... You'd expect Chilich to win. If Chilich loses, Chorich will win. If the doubles lose, then they're probably going to win the both the singles. So it's, you know, I don't see them losing all their matches, which is very, very hard for all the other teams. Let's go now to the uh, Argentinian team, uh, which is full of, they're full of more, more clay court players, as you'd expect. Um, you know, Schwartzman's number one. He can be a great, he was really good at the US Open, uh, nearly took a set of Rafa there. Um, and he's a really solid player on all surfaces. So, 
you know, um, as the number one. He's a good, solid number one. You got Pella as number two, who has proven that he can play on other surfaces. He played really well on the clay. Uh, he also played really well at Wimbledon. So we remember that. Uh, and he can also mix it up on a hard court. Uh, and then Londero as well, who is more of a clay court player. But, um, I mean, Argentina have some solid players. I just don't think they have the doubles team to beat, you know, Croatia and Austria. So that's where they might struggle. But, um, yeah, watch out for them. I mean, you know, Schwartzman is an absolute beast, uh, especially if he's playing Chorich and team. They're going to be some long matches. They could be three-hour uh, three matches. So watch out for that. And then Team Poland is uh, is headed up by Herkacz, which uh, he's a really good solid player, but he's going to have to do a lot against those guys. I mean, he's going to have to play Chorich, Schwartzman, and Team. And I think those guys are just on another level. So he's going to struggle. Um, and I think they have a pretty good doubles team. But again, Croatia and uh, Austria have probably a better doubles team, which might help, which might hurt Poland. Uh, they might win a match here or there, or they might you know cause some upsets, but... It's going to be tough for them to get through the group. Uh, I think Croatia get through this group. And uh, maybe Austria is number two. Let's go now to probably the hardest group to pick. The group of death. Group F, which is played in Brisbane. And look at these teams. Look at these teams. Germany, Greece, Canada, and Australia. And you already know who's going to be playing. This is, I think the players in this group, we're calling this the next gen group because uh, there are a lot of young players in this group and very, very fun, entertaining players, of course, especially with Australia. So let's go now through who is going to be playing for these teams. You got Sasha Zverev as the number one for Germany, of course. Struff, a great number two as well. And then a couple of other players there that I haven't really heard of, uh, but you'd expect that Struff and Zverev with the two, the two tall uh, towers at the front there are going to do some damage. Uh, you know, Sasha, obviously, his mind does play tricks on him sometimes when he is playing against some of the best players. But uh, Struff is a great backup. So watch out for Team Germany. Let's go now to Greece. And unfortunately for Greece, they've only got one really good player uh, who's going to probably have to do a lot of work, which is Stefano Tsitsipas, of course, the ATP Finals winner. Um, he's going to have to play Sasha in the first match or... or um, in his the match against Germany, so that's going to be tough. Uh, but besides that, he hasn't got much support. Uh, I think his brother is actually playing. I think his dad's actually the captain of the team. But unfortunately, Greece, uh, it's really a one-man show, so they're going to struggle. Uh, Steph's going to have to play the doubles uh, if there are any chance. He's going to have to win his singles and then play the doubles and win that too if Greece will get through. Let's go now to Canada, which I think is probably one of the most exciting teams. Uh, we saw them in the Davis Cup. They made the final. Uh, they lost to Spain in the final of the Davis Cup, but they had a hell of a tournament. Chapeau is number one, which is going to be awesome because we're going to get Shapovalov, who's intense. He is so intense. He's going to play against Tsitsipas and Zverev if the one plays number one. So they're going to be some awesome matches. Uh, and also Dimonor for Australia as well. We'll get to that in a second. And then Oje Aliassime is a backup. That is insane. We... We all know who Ojeli Asim is now. We all love him on this channel. Uh, he's so cool, calm, and collected. It's almost like Shapovalov and, and Ali Asim are like fire and ice. You've got the uh, the cool, calm, collected Ojeli Asim and the fiery Shapovalov. And then you've also got um, some decent doubles players in there as well. So um, that's going to be really fun. I'd expect Shapovalov and who is also played a lot of doubles in 2019. Him and Ali Asim could be a great doubles combo as well. Um, but, oh, my God, I'm excited for them. I like Team Canada. I really do like them, and I hope. Uh, obviously, Australia is playing in this, so I can't. I don't want them to win as much, but um, I think Team Canada are an awesome team, and they're going to be a great team for years to come. I mean, Shepovalov and Oje Ali Asim are both you know, under 20, so it's going to be crazy. Now let's go to Team Australia. 
Alex Dimino, number one, of course. Nick Kyrgios, number two. Uh, and then you've got John uh, John Piers as the double specialist. And uh, John Millman's a backup as well. And then Chris Guccione, who I thought retired. So I don't know how he got in the team. But he is back. He is going to be playing the doubles, I'd expect, with Piers. Uh, Leighton Hewitt being the captain of that team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, Kyrgios is a huge backup to Dimino. But unfortunately, if it plays out that one versus one... Kyrgios is not going to be playing against Verev and Tsitsipas and, um, and Shapovalov, which is who I want to see him play. I want to see Dimonor play them as well, but I'd rather see Kyrgios because I think Kyrgios has a better chance of beating Zverev and Tsitsipas than Dimonor. I think Dimonor just seems to struggle against those bigger hitters. Uh, but, you know, Shapovalov versus Dimonor, we saw that at the uh, Davis Cup. That is going to be such a great match if we get it. And then Ojali Asim versus Kyrgios. That is going to be crazy to watch. So uh, I'm excited for Canada versus Australia in the first round. Um, and also, you know, Australia's got a good doubles combo. You know, uh, Piers is a very good doubles player. And then Guccione coming out of retirement, I'm expecting. I mean, I think that's he's out of retirement to play the doubles too. So that's going to be a lot of fun uh, to see them. But uh, yeah, I mean, this group is stacked. I don't know who's going to get through. The only team I can say that's probably not going to get through is uh, Greece. But Canada could get through, Australia could get through, uh, Germany could easily get through uh, as well. So yeah, it's it's going to be fun. This is going to be a very fun group to watch. Uh, and obviously Nick Kyrgios, we never know what he's going to be like. So that is going to be a lot of fun as well.